Welcome back, guys. I have a couple topics to talk about today. Nothing super deep, just something to ponder. First, have you ever had a conversation with someone who is a, let's say, liberal-leaning person, left-leaning Democrat, left-leaning moderate, left-leaning libertarian, and you bring up things that Biden has done that has been done since Obama and certain things that are being done against social norms that have never been done before, um, the types of things that us Christian parents are outraged about. And it's like blank stares. They have no idea that it's even happening. I just had a conversation with someone and I asked them, what about Biden would you change so I know what common ground we have? And their response was that they basically loved everything about Biden. Now, I know this person well enough to know that they are, at a minimum, patriotic, support some wars, and are against transient kids. So this provided a base for us to discuss a little bit more because he wasn't aware that Biden signed an executive order for as young as eight years old to have transitions. He also wasn't aware that Planned Parenthood funds a large portion of the sex ed curriculum. And they had just released a video saying that virginity isn't real. So I'll detour on that just for a second. Planned Parenthood, Ali Bestucky, who you know that I listened to, re released this video that Planned Parenthood had released describing how virginity isn't real and that it's a, a made-up construct by men to suppress women and that there are lots of other forms of sex, including anal and you know, lots of whatevers, okay? Now, the problem with this is it removes anything as sacred, anything as private, anything that you are, like, stealing from somebody. So rape is no longer rape. It's physical abuse. It's still abuse, but it's just assault because you're not raping someone if you can't take a sexual thing from them, right? Okay, second detour, back to the transient kids. This person was also not aware of what was in the schools. They continued to respond with, I think it should be up to the parents, to which I continued to say, agreed, but it's in the schools. And he said, well, my kids aren't that age yet, and so I'll check when they get to that age, and yada, yada. And that Planned Parenthood video, I'm sure will not get passed now, but it might in a few years, and it might at a couple schools, to be honest. You should look it up. It's pretty disturbing. The next thing that I brought up was one-offs that set a precedent. So in my kid's school, as you know, we pulled them from the private school, put them back in public school. They are happier than ever. If you'd like a report on that, couldn't be happier. So we are, we are happy and really believing in uh, the victory of Christ with our presence there and not being afraid of what is happening in the world even at their age, even within those walls. But I did want to bring up what those one-offs are just to prove to this individual that it is happening. In our kid's school, there is the, the gentleman that goes by Mixter because he thinks he's both. I suppose that's a spinoff of non-gender. Instead, he wants to be both genders. So he has a boob job, and he wears dresses, and he has long hair, and is a social worker, technically a counselor by title. Somehow this is legal. So people will say, oh, well, that's just there. 
but it sets a precedent, doesn't it? Because it's in the district. If it happens at one school in the district, then that means it could happen at any school in the district. Because if they allow it, then the only thing that's in the way is credentials. And we all know how hard it is to deny someone that is a protected minority like that just based on credentials. They'd have to have really bad credentials. Otherwise, you'd have to give them the job. And there are other one-offs. In the middle school that our kids are supposed to go to, the principal resigned for getting in the middle of a physical altercation between students. Perhaps there was a grab or a hold or a pushback or something like that to break it up. And all of a sudden, he resigned. Seems like maybe they called for his head. There's a kid in the same district, I think, peeing in a kitty litter box. Another school using pronouns. It's all one-offs, but it sets the precedent that if it's happening in any school in a district, they would have to let it happen at all the schools in that district. So I said, either Biden is aware of this, and he did this, or the head of education that he hired is aware of this, did this, and Biden doesn't care. Just as bad. Just as bad. I find it very interesting how many things some liberals don't see that are clearly in front of their face. So I don't mean to get super political, but to quote Ali Beth Stuckey again, politics matter because policies matter because people matter. So if policies like allowing teachers like that in the school under the guise of social worker or counselor can happen, then the only way to change that is at the politics level. So we have to talk about it some. This isn't a political show per se. It's a parental show. It's a Christian show. It's a brotherhood show. But we have to talk about politics right now because these days, that's how we protect our family. Being aware of those things and getting ahead of it. It's not the only way, but that's the major affront. Politics and social norms that are under attack, only Christian. I brought this up in the last uh, episode or a couple ago. Netflix has this policy. So they don't have an anti-discrimination policy, but they do have a policy that you can't discriminate against other people for their beliefs. So if you are a Christian and you discriminate because you have a belief that X, Y, and Z is wrong or sinful, no one is allowed to discriminate against you for that. Netflix actually has a policy that protects Christians. <laughs> That's pretty bizarre to me, because I don't know them to be a Christian organization, although they have been in hot water for not censoring, which is becoming a Christian value. It's a conservative value, freedom. Freedom of worship, freedom to parent and raise how we want. It's all connected. And I wonder why it is that so many people can't see it. It, it. it reminds me of scripture that says no one can come to the Father unless he draws him first. But also scripture that says that he has to remove the veil, right? And remove the scales on your eyes and give you the eyes to see and the ears to hear. So I say all that not to say that all Democrats are going to hell. <laughs> However, I do remember a time when I was in college and some friends that I really respected spiritually told me they were Democrats. And their reasoning was because they believed in giving to the poor more. They felt like Democrats did that more biblically. 
I think it's gotten to the point where the handouts have no accountability. And so there's there's never like a leg up. It just kind of keeps them down. But I at least understood the reasoning for that and their beliefs on abortion were their personal beliefs and didn't think that they should get involved in how the government should handle it because the government shouldn't get involved, which is interesting. I wonder how they would handle that now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, what their stance would be on it. But, you know, I do know that a lot of women, even in our our own church, are pro-choice. It was very shocking. A buddy of mine that runs a Bible study in my church, in his home, said that everybody except he and his wife believed in pro-life completely. And that a lot of them are fine with homosexuality, and it's because they have friends, and it's difficult to weigh scripture against culture if you're allowing the culture to define scripture instead of the other way around. Now, I say all that to bring it back to Biden. Biden versus the Bible. It is difficult for me to believe that a Democrat can be a legitimate Christian these days based on all the things that are being forced on us. Because back in early 2000s, when it was Bush versus Kerry or whoever, it was more about what they were doing on a federal level, not how it was affecting you personally, because we still had a certain amount of freedoms. And we could go around saying, ah, it's not really going to affect you much, whoever you vote for. And that was mostly true for the most part when you were at a younger age. Get a little older, get married, have kids. They go to school. You're in the government system. Now you care. Now you see how it affects you. Now the politics affect the policy. And they affect you, the people. And you realize, maybe I should pay attention. Maybe I should get involved. The reason I draw the correlation is because I'm not trying to say that you have to be a Republican or a conservative. I'm trying to simply say that there are certain things with extreme liberal progressives that are very anti-Christian that have blinders on, similar to when we share the gospel with someone and they have no clue. And we're like, what do you mean? You don't understand that We've all sinned through the seed of Adam and that only Jesus' perfect life can be the perfect sacrifice and that that's the only way. And that if he says he's the only way, that other ways can't also be the way. So your truth doesn't make sense. He is either a liar, a lunatic, or Lord. No, that's not how I see it. I think we're using different words to describe the same thing. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) So this is what it's like. We share something very obvious about gas prices or trans people in schools and kids peeing in kitty litter boxes. And they say, that's not really happening. That's a one-off. That's a crazy school. Biden is wonderful. And we really need to be willing to tell people, listen, if you want to protect your kids, we can be friends and have different politics. But you need to be aware that this is worse than what you think it is. And you're pretending like it's not. So there's a place where we need to speak up, and people have said over history that one of the reasons that we've become such a liberal country is because so many Christians and good men have done nothing, have stayed silent, been passive about it, in the name of grace, in the name of forgiveness, in the name of freedom, and they've slowly been building an empire to crush us. And I'm not a huge conspiracy person, but look, People have even said, Democrats have come out and said, we need to start moving to red states and play the long game. 
have kids, raise them up, put them in schools. They'll influence each other. It's a long game. This isn't a conspiracy. That is word for word what I've heard. It's like Edward Longshanks said in uh, Braveheart. We'll institute prima nocta. If we can't get them out, we'll breed them out. That's what that is. They want to breed us out. That's how you do that. You move somewhere and you slowly overtake the population. And you do it with thought police in homes, in schools, over time. Obviously, that's not the method Longshanks was going to take, but that would be the method that the Democrats are referring to now, which I prefer, but it's still pretty horrendous. Biden, this is a quote, said, when your kids are in school, they're not your kids anymore. They're everyone's kids. All your kids are everyone's kids. They're all our kids, something like that. He's trying to say some sort of we're all in this together kind of thing. But the idea that the parent relinquishes responsibility because the teachers love our kids as much as we do, and therefore we're not allowed to have a say in how they parent when we're not there, that is ridiculous. Or my favorite word, asinine. This individual that I was talking to refused to accept it because it's so horrendous. No, clearly not. Sign an eight-year-old executive order to have transitions? Nah. He forced insurance companies to pay for transitions, but not detransitioning. So there are lots of girls in their young 20s and late teens that are wanting to undo the worst mistake they've ever made in their lives and maybe get a boob job so they could feel more like a woman. And insurance won't pay for it because it's cosmetic. Terrible. Terrible. We cover boob jobs when it's breast cancer, but if we've convinced a 12-year-old girl to lop off her breasts and change her identity because her parents and her community and her social media convinced her that she's not enough because she's not a man, and men, this is a man society, so if she becomes like a man because she's really just as good as a man, and maybe if she feels like a man, maybe she really is, and she can be out there like a man and not be limited or something. So now she realizes this was a mistake, and I can be fully woman and love myself. But insurance won't cover it, because they're not forced to, and it's expensive. And yet, they allowed them to do the original procedure based on what I call the happiness principle, which, I, which I've shared with you before, just based on what feels good is right and must be true. But now they want to detransition based on more than feelings, and it's not enough. My heart breaks for these girls. It stems from us not appreciating women. The whole feminist movement stems from us not appreciating women. I'm not going to blame the church, but we didn't help it. We need to honor our women, give them a voice. They have a voice. They don't need our permission to give them a voice. They have one. So we need to honor that. Listen. Give them the floor. Sometimes listen. They have great ideas. How are you going to know how to minister to half the demographic if you don't listen to women tell you how to reach women. Come on. Jesus traveled with women. They did a lot. They weren't the maids. So we made some mistakes some odd years ago and didn't value our ladies very well. We didn't let them vote later on and we didn't let them work and we still have some stigmas about that. They still don't get paid equally 
And there's some debate about that. I, I'm not entirely sure where I stand on that. I know that they have to take more time off if they have a baby. And I don't know. How do you calculate for that? That's protected, but at the same time, it is hard on a business to have someone that could be unreliable for three months or four months or something like that uh, every few years if you're someone that's going to have three or four kids. Apart from that, they've come a long way and unfortunately to the point where now there's a push for them to actually become men. Now, we don't blame Biden for this information being allowed in schools. We don't blame Biden for not pushing insurance companies to detransition. Why not? So there's this odd ignorance that just reminds me of scripture. And so without trying to correlate, you know, like, hey, you're, you're a Christian, you must be a Republican. So not saying that, okay? I'm just saying when there is truth in the world that is incontrovertible, some things, it seems like those of us who have been awakened can only see it, whether it be directly scriptural and something as simple as the gospel, not being able to see it and understand, or something as simple as just something that's happening in the world. It's bizarre. Anyway, just a thought I wanted to throw out there, scary times. So be aware, uh, you know, there may be something supernatural going on. If you're having a political conversation with someone and someone just doesn't believe something horrific that's being done, there may be something supernatural going on. There may be something deeper. Anyway, keep that in mind. I don't think I'm going to do a topic switch on this episode because we're already 17 minutes in. So this topic has obviously pulled a lot of information out of me. And I think it's important enough on its face. Because I really do believe what Allie calls the politics matter because policy matters because people matter. She has t-shirts of it all over her website. I might get one. I think it's really true. As much as I hate it, I want to ignore the news. We all do. And we can, I think, for periods. It's, it's probably healthy to do that, to just turn it off. But these days, we also need to stay informed. And I'm afraid to go to PTA meetings because I'm afraid I'll end up being like one of those dads that's lashing out because I saw some pornography in the library in a kid's book or something. I just don't trust myself because I know how strongly I feel about it. I might bring myself to a point where I am going and I'm speaking up and I'm just containing myself because a real man should be able to contain his anger. And we do need more men speaking up. We really do. I don't know how much they care about a straight, white, Christian male voice these days, but if we can show them that we are loving dads and not chauvinistic pigs, they might believe us. If we believe Christian values, they'll probably still call us a bigot and a child abuser or something. God bless any of you who are dealing with a kid that wants to transition and might have to end up dealing with the courts or lawyers or something like that, I pray the power of Jesus' blood over your family, that the stronghold of Satan will be broken in the name of Jesus over your child and over your family. Pray over your house. Listen, this is symbolic, but my roommate and I in college, we would get some of that oil from Israel, from Jerusalem, doesn't have to be that. You can get your own oil and pray over it. 
but we we just thought it was really cool that it was from Jerusalem and it had been blessed and prayed over and so we went around the house and we put it on the doorpost and we prayed um, just whatever came to our heart God protect this house we pray a hedge of protection around this home that your Holy Spirit would always make us aware when the enemy is trying to come in we know he's defeated don't allow him to gain a foothold and win any battles inside of these walls in Jesus' name. You need to practice spiritual warfare. You do. And I have been feeling really convicted lately because I my quiet times have been terrible. So I, I would love, you know, I just started my website and the forum and the blog and I'm still kind of learning it and figuring it out. It's sort of like a Facebook newsfeed. I would love it if any of you guys would like to pop on there and just start communicating about our struggles and what we're going through. I would absolutely love it. Consider it. TheBoxlessNutshell.com And remember, as you're having conversations out in the world in everyday life, don't forget about the struggle. Ephesians 6. It's against the supernatural, not against flesh and blood. So as my buddies the Transformers like to say, there may be more than meets the eye going on. Keep that in mind. That is about all I have got for you today. This is James Arthur. Those are my boxless views in a nutshell. This is the boxless nutshell. We'll see you next time. Oh,